Hey gang, my name is John Gibson and this is the premiere episode of 720 Seconds. Pop culture and more within 12 minutes or less. What are we going to do in this show? Well, we're going to discuss pop culture. Everything from TV shows, movies, games, comics, maybe, uh, collectibles, all manner of retro stuff. The stuff that I grew up on. Uh, I was born in 78. I'm 39 years old. I'm sure whoever's listening to the show, your age may vary. You know, you could be uh, 18, you could be 45. The show may not be for you. I'm giving this a try and see where it goes. <laughs> Uh, if you are tuning in, thank you so much for listening in advance, and my sincerest apologies. <laughs> uh, let's see, what else are we going to hear on this show? Uh, I'd like to share personal stories about my involvement with pop culture. Considering my age, I've been exposed to a lot of video games ranging from Atari, Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, on and on and on. Uh, movies, what movies I saw as a kid, what movies I see as an adult. I have a lot of stories to share, and I like to share them with you, the audience. Unfortunately, you're not going to hear any game or film reviews on an audio podcast. I tried to do an audio podcast uh, for many, many years, Video Masters Radio, and uh, it's hard to translate video game reviews to an audio format unless you're actually seeing what's being played. And I'm not going to sit here and say... Uh, you know, I'm doing a review to Super Metroid, and if you want to see footage, if you've never played the game, go to YouTube and look up this video by some other dude. It doesn't work that way. But what I can do is talk about it. I could talk about my experiences or renting it from Blockbuster Video for a couple of days. Actually, Blockbuster Video is going to be one of the main focuses for this episode, so be sure to tune into that. Uh, we'll get to that in just a minute or two. The topics that will not be covered on this show ever are religion and politics. I think I've pretty much given you guys uh, a general idea of what you're going to hear on this show. The show is going to be unscripted. I mean, I have little notes that I can refer to, little notes, big notes. I'd like to stick to an unscripted format. Obviously, the show, I'm going to try to edit it as much as I can to take out any dead space or whatever, but for the most part, unscripted. All right, I think I've uh, bored you enough already. Let's actually get started with the first topic of the show, see where it goes, and that is Blockbuster Video. All right, our first segment is going to be talking about Blockbuster Video. For those of you who are not in the know about Blockbuster Video, may have just heard about uh, the last remaining stores that opened, let me give you just a brief history. Apparently, and I didn't know this, uh, the first Blockbuster opened in October of 1985. 1985! <laughs> uh, it opened in Dallas, Texas. And they had a collection of about... 8,000 VHS tapes, uh, 2,000 beta tapes. I know a lot of people don't know what beta tapes are. I never owned a beta player or a beta tape, so I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> Let's bear in mind what what things were like in 1985. There were uh, mom-and-pop video stores. Basically what that means is it's not owned by a corporation. 
uh, in this case, maybe a husband and wife team will be running the store, and I'm, I'm not even sure how they get their inventory, whether it's from other people or their own collection. You know, however, however it worked back then. You know, we were, you know, we were kids. 1985. I had to be about seven, eight, whatever. I didn't actually start renting tapes. My mom actually did, and she would make uh, copies of it. Some were just of such poor quality because you're basically going from a movie that's recorded in the highest speed to uh, the slowest speed. So you had SP, th these are VHS tapes, you had SP, which was about two hours, LP was four hours, EP was uh, six, and then later eight hours. So if you're recording an EP, you have so much more room. You could put at least three movies on one tape, which was really cool. So Blockbuster Video, um, you can rent... Back then, you know, we primarily, my sister and I would rent uh, video games, and it was about four ninety nine, I think, for three days. Later on, they upped it to about five days. And there were late fees. Basically, if you couldn't bring uh, the game back to the store in time, you were charged a late fee, and I think at, you know, they saw they saw this. I think they were trying to prevent it by adding a drop box. So if the store was closed or, you know, you happen to go there after hours, they had that little drop box that you can, you know, just drop it off in and didn't have to worry about late fees. So that was, you know, that was nice. They also offered systems. Uh, the two I remember fondly, <laughs> uh, let's see. As a kid, we rented the Sega CD. Uh, stop laughing. <laughs> uh, back then, I think systems were about 20... 20 or $30, I think. I can't remember. But you also had to put down a $400 deposit. Not you specifically. I mean, obviously, if you're renting this as a kid, your mom's going to shell out the money on her card. <laughs> uh, basically, the deposit was to ensure if anything happened to it that, you know, you've paid for it and they can probably get a new one, whatever the case was. Uh, thankfully, that never happened. And the second time we rented a system, I was visiting my cousin Jason in college. What's up, Jay? And we rented the PlayStation 2 and a couple of games. And I think between Jay, myself, a couple of his friends, his roommates, we all put down, you know, we all chipped in and we got the PS2 for the weekend. You know, that was, that was a lot of fun. Let's see. Oh, <laughs> funny story with Blockbuster Video. Uh, I mentioned that when you make a, another copy of, you know, the movies that you rent, you, you run the risk of, well, not only piracy, but you run the risk of having a poor quality movie. Because these VHS tapes had a lock on them, in some cases, uh, the picture would go from light to dark, it would get fuzzy, you know, whatever. Uh, I was actually trying to have uh, a pretty decent collection of movies that, you know, were actually watchable. So what I did was... I, if you had the right kind of screwdriver, you can pull this off. You would unscrew the shell of the VHS tape, take the tape out itself, and put it in a, uh, another VHS tape that, you know, you're willing to sacrifice. And I had a very small collection. I had Goldeneye, uh, the James Bond movie with uh, Pierce Brosnan. That was his debut. Uh, I had Street Fighter the movie, uh, John Colin Van Damme, Varl Julia. <laughs> Don't laugh either. <laughs> And uh, the first Mortal Kombat movie. 
And yeah, I didn't get carried away because obviously when you're giving Blockbuster your copy back, which was all, you know, fuzzy and messed up and everything, you know, obviously you're not going to say, um, you know, uh, don't bother looking at this tape, wink, wink. <laughs> so yeah, I had my uh, stint of, uh, I don't think this qualifies as casual piracy when I think about it because, you know, I think you can get in, in worse trouble uh, when you're when you own the original movie that you know you stole from Blockbuster. I don't know if that counts as thievery, but anyway. After a while, Blockbuster just simply couldn't keep up. They had Redbox, Netflix, uh, GameFly. GameFly still around. Um, you know, back in the day, you know, we uh, Netflix before it became this streaming service, you can actually get. Uh, DVDs and whatnot in envelopes. So you'd watch whatever for a couple of days and you'd send it back and it's kind of like uh, the way Gamefly wor works or worked. You know, when Blockbuster closed its doors, it kind of took the the concept of browsing around a store, a an actual physical store, in favor of browsing through titles using your computer or your tablet. You know, not knocking modern technology it's just that you know there's that physical aspect that a lot of us you know we're gonna miss as far as i know to you know to my knowledge there is one last blockbuster video uh somewhere in oregon bend oregon as of august of 2018 uh, right now we're uh, close to the end of september so who knows if this store is going to close down. Imagine having Blockbuster video on your resume and people going, going around saying, didn't that close? <laughs> like, how would, you, how would you explain that to a potential employer? It's like, yeah, I'm currently working at Blockbuster video. You're doing what? All right, so that's going to do it with um, a little brief history and my experiences with Blockbuster video. Obviously, I'm going to leave it open for you guys if you want to share your experiences uh, renting movies and games from Blockbuster. You know, feel free to uh, leave a comment uh, depending on uh, where we're going to publish this to. You know, I'm thinking about YouTube or iTunes, a couple of other places. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But, you know, do write in if you'd like. Um, we'll try to provide a way for you guys to contact us and let us know what you think of this. Alright, that's going to do it for this episode. Until next time, my name is John, and this has been 720 Seconds. <laughs> Take care, you guys. Bye.